I was happy that we finally, she winked at me. I get really like, <laughs> I get like <laughs> right. Where am I and what is happening? I'm here with my co-host, the daughter of Lilith. You know when we collaborate, we bring you some epic episodes. Let's go. also very private and very, very independent to the point of borderline ferociousness of do not ask me if I don't offer the information. Right. And that also creates, that also creates tensions with our close relationships in the sense of they want to help, but there's a part of me, I can't speak for you, obviously, but there's a part of me that genuinely, and it's, it's the struggle, right. And I think it's going to be the struggle in my forties of, Mm -hmm how do I accept this love and how do I accept this support genuinely without thinking it's coming with, with strings attached? Do you know what I mean? It's like, mm. well, it's because we've been so disappointed in the past with things, yeah. you know, that at a certain point right. you're just like, <laughs> and, the, and the sad thing is, is that we have also proven it right that we can do it on our own. Of so we don't, need, we don't need anybody. Yeah. That, that's the bottom line is that, Jesus, I, I didn't want to realize just how little I needed people. Yeah. Because now it's like, <laughs> I don't need anybody. Like, it's, I don't. Yeah. So, yes, it's tremendous power in one way, but at the same time, it's also very isolating. And like, mm-hmm. well, I can do it on my own. You don't look, you don't actively seek the company of others because you, you know, you can handle it on your own. I remember a while back, I, I must have been 24, I think. There was a friend of mine who pulled cards (laughs) and uh, she said something that hit me that night. She said, you're the type of person who can be surrounded by a a room full of people and still feel so alone. At the time, I was like, holy crap. But like it like I realize it even more now where I'm just like, yes, I could be in a room full of people and still feel so alone. Mm. I don't know. There's just so much. And like these, like, I'm, I'm excited about the forties, but I'm just like, is it going to be like this? The rest of my forties where I'm constantly thinking like I am now about yeah. things. I have asked myself multiple times, like, what do I want my forties to look like? And I, for the life of me, I cannot tell you genuinely, I cannot tell you, Oh, I hope I have a significant other. I, I don't, I just don't care. I want my space. But I want That's what space. I want. I want my space. I want my space. And I would love my garden with sunflowers mm, and mm. Just be able to sit outside, drink my coffee and feel the sun. That is what my forties should look like and yeah. taste like and feel like that is what I want. If there is someone there, I hope to God, they don't fucking annoy the shit out of me. 
Um, and if there's nobody there, I'm fine with that. Like, I just want my space. Yes. Space, like a space that is clean and bright and colorful and just like super witchy cottagey vibes. Like that's what I want. That is what I see. That's where I'm going. I mean, that's the, that's the thing. It's the piece. Oh, for sure. I wanted to talk about being child free. Yes. What are your thoughts on that? Thank goodness. (laughs) I'm sorry to say, like, I believe that everybody has the choice, um, even though they're trying to take the choice away. Um, I believe it's a choice. And people who have children who keep on saying, but you're missing out and this and that. It's a choice. You decided to have children just like it is our choice to be child free. Simple and easy as that. Everybody respects each other, but somehow, somehow it's a problem. People who have children, when they see or hear others saying, I want to be child free, it's like a problem for them. And it's like, what's the problem? I'm going to be super controversial. And and I say this with a lot of care and a lot of consideration because I have a lot of friends that I care deeply about who have babies and who have children and I love their kids too, but I am yet to find a good reason why we need to have children. Exactly. You know what I mean? And I know that 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 sounds, I'm going to say, you know me and I just ripped the fucking bandaid. I haven't been given a reason that's good enough for me to say, yes, I should have a child. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Um, I'm going to push it further. I agree. It's a choice. And I mean, do whatever you want to do. I just, I still don't, I haven't found a reason yeah. to, that is, that is good enough for me to, to have a child. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Let me push it a little bit further. Cause I wrote down, I was looking at the phone and I was looking at the notes that I sent you that I wanted mm-hmm. to talk about. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. we covered pretty much all of them, but the one that it says child, uh, being child free as an, as a radical act of self love. Yes. And I'm like, I've been writing a lot about that because now really it's the factory is closed. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not, it has nothing to do with fertility. Like it has nothing to do with that. It's just Mm -hmm. this point. Why would I even think of having a child? Um, Didn't consider it for so long. I'm not going to start considering it now. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I came to the realization that I didn't want children when I was just 15. Mm -hmm. And I remember getting so much shit. Oh, yeah. The expectation was you will have children, right? Mm -hmm. And the thing Mm -hmm. that I got called was, well, that's because you're selfish. Yes. Um, what, how dare you not carry your family's legacy? And the thing is, is that I, have inherited the wonderful um, genetics of my family of being incredibly fertile. Um, It's not about being unable to have children. It's about not wanting them. Yeah. I do not want them. I do not want them. I don't get that maternal instinct of when I see a baby, I'm like, Oh, I want one at all at all. And the reason why it's an act of radical self-love, I feel is because I know who I am. I love my space. I love my time. I love grabbing a bag and traveling. I love moving around. I love spending time on myself, which also filters into having a romantic relationship. Mm -hmm. I do not want you in my space. Exactly. That doesn't mean that I don't love you. I don't want to share a bed with you. 
I don't want to share a house with you. I don't want to share my fucking space yes. with you. Why exactly. is it difficult to understand? And I want, I am here, ladies and gentlemen, to fucking normalize the discussion of this because I firmly believe that living with your significant other fucking kills everything. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I, but we had no. that conversation a couple of days ago oh, also yeah. about having separate bedrooms and stuff like that and just completely understanding why there are people who have separate bedrooms, heck, who have separate homes from each other. And there's nothing wrong with that, wanting your own space. And I feel oh, like, again, God. it's something that's been pushed on us. You must share a bedroom. You must share a house. No, I must not. Wh- why? It's so disturbing, right? Because something that I've realized at my age is that women are more capable of understanding the desire of being alone and having our space. Yeah. The older men get, younger men kind of get it. Younger men are kind of like, yeah, I kind of want to have my my space as well, like whatever. They just have a very hard time marrying the idea of, wow, we can have a relationship, but also separate. Like, how am I, how am I not supposed to cheat? And you're like, well, because you don't. If you care about somebody, you, you don't. <laughs> like, I don't know how to explain the cheating thing with you, but we'll talk about this at another time, child. Yeah. Men around our age, and I'm going to put men from the threshold of 35 to 45, Mm -hmm. they cannot process the notion of a woman daring to say, don't live with me. I don't need to share my my salary with you. I don't Mm -hmm. need to share my property with you. I don't need to, I don't need to fucking share shit with you. Exactly. We can, we can fuck. We can have a great weekend together, but you will not leave your toothbrush here. You Mm -hmm. will not your fucking socks you will I am not I am not letting you move into my space they cannot understand that and they get so fucking angry about it because they can't control they can't control yeah and that is where and that is honestly younger generations that are listening to this fucking have your own space Virginia Woolf said it so fucking well a room and money for yourself. Yes. No one else. Yes. No one else. It's not romantic. It's not what you think it is. It's not an act of love and trust. Don't fucking do it until you're absolutely certain and don't ever share a bank account. That is what Oh I my, absolutely. I never shared my bank account. I will never share my bank account. My money's my goddamn fucking money. The thing Here. is, I think that there's certain who can't like they can't come to back in the day (laughs) back in the day we have to realize that marriage number one is a kind of transaction and it was a transaction and in all honesty we weren't allowed and we weren't able to do a lot of things without a man's consent meaning bank accounts yeah putting things in our names you know the rights of property and stuff like that Mm -hmm. uh jobs and whatnot. And of course, being staying at stay at home is a job in itself. It is. It's unpaid labor, unfortunately. It is. Um, it is. It's 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 labor and it's unpaid labor. 100%. Um, and people are, especially certain men expect that, you know. And it's just like we're not living 50, 60, 70 years ago where I needed you to sign off on things. And I had to so, put with fucking bullshit. Like exactly. No, it's it's not that way anymore. And so the thing that they come back with, even just society alone, because there's some women who have this internalized 
misogyny and sexism is, well, you're being selfish if you don't want to share a house with your 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 partner. Or you're being selfish if you don't want to have kids. Why? Yeah. How? Selfish. How is that selfish? My time is my time. My space is my space. My body is my body. I don't understand the people who think they have a right to our bodies or the choices that we make. For me, it's just like, I know it's been like this for thousands of years where we had no rights, but enough is enough. I feel like, oh man, one of the things that I regret is sleeping with the people that I did in my 20s. Like I do. As great as the sex was, I'm thinking back and I'm like, hmm. Mm, could have done without a couple <laughs> well absolutely uh, well, absolutely because I mean, we're talking about our bodies right like currencies and our bodies is something that we can just exchange with somebody else right mm-hmm. and i'm sure that I, I i'm sure that people regret having me in their life as well um and that's just a human experience although yeah. honestly who would regret having me but I mean. well, <laughs> but truth um told truth be told yeah. uh the problem is with that no um it's the fact that, like you said, right, I now, as I'm older, right, and we're losing, we're losing, and I, there's air quotations here, mm-hmm. the innocence and the bounciness of youthfulness, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and we're entering that hag stage, right, like that literary moment of the witch in the woods. I could not tell you, I want to throw a party of myself becoming the witch in the woods. I now aspire to be the reason men are fucking terrified of speaking to other women. Like yeah. I want to be, I want to be that fucking bulldog friend that you, that the man has to talk to. And yes. I'm gonna, like, I'm going to veto that. I'm be like, you're a piece of shit. Like, yep. that's what you are. Like, <laughs> yes. Or you're a very decent human being. I approve of you. Do you yeah. know what I mean? As if I'm like such a Leo when it comes to shit like that. I'm like, listen to me roar. Yeah. It's that it's the, we're entering this ownership of ourselves. And Mm -hmm. I don't think a lot of women our age are lucky enough to have that because I've spoken to those who are married, who have children, who are divorced and have children who are divorced and don't have children, but they're struggling. And again, it's not shaming people who want relationships. I fully support that if that's what you genuinely want exactly but my issue is is that I wish I had had this sense of ownership of self Mm -hmm. sooner yes exactly yeah yeah that's that's it so again voice of reason to the younger ones and I know that they're gonna come with the arrogance of like I know better so I'm not gonna well well, that's how we were wasn't it we were exactly the same I, I'm, I'm going to learn from your mistakes, right? Like I, I'm not you. And I'm like, you know what? Little, listen to me, little child, <laughs> anybody, <laughs> anybody who's younger than 35. I'm like children. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You absolutely. Babies. If there's one thing that I regret is taking for granted everything that my mother has done, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not listening to some things that she said to me. Absolutely. I'm like, fuck. She was right. She was because it it makes perfect sense now, right? It makes perfect. It didn't make sense back in the day. Oh my god! But now it makes perfect sense because you're just like, oh my god, the words of wisdom which they acquired through time, right? Through the decisions that they made, they made their own decisions, and sometimes, obviously, it wasn't their own decisions. They were it was forced upon them, you know. And here we are. 
Yeah. And it's like, here we are where decisions were forced upon us, but at the same time, we're able to be like, I don't want this. Right. And stop it dead in its tracks, even though it took a while to get here. At least we have that choice, right? Whereas our our, our mothers especially didn't have that choice, or even our grandmothers and whatnot. Like they didn't have that. They fought for us to have that right. And we have yeah. to keep on fighting for it, right? Because yeah. things are being taken away from us on a daily basis. The right to bodily autonomy is under threat in the United States. I mean, there's just so many things under threat in the United States as is. It's you know, disgusting what's going it's, on it's, here. I mean, like, I don't know how I'm going to continue living here for I the mean, year or two. Like, we've fuck? been fighting for equality, and there's certain people out there, and this also includes like women who have this deeply seated internalized misogyny and sexism because it's been like enforced on them that it's like we're still fighting for the right to equality. And some people's immediate reaction is, well, if you want equality, oh my God, equality, that means that I can punch you in the face. Why do we have to resort to violence? What, why is that the immediate response? And it's just, you know what? Here's the thing that bothers me about that fucking argument. Mm. That's not equality. First and foremost, hitting anybody is assault. Like exactly. You should not be fucking putting your hands on anybody, man, woman, non-binary. I don't give a fuck. Exactly. Not be fucking touching me. But it's the first thing that they say, well, then I can put you. What the hell does that have to do with equality? What what happens? Why the fuck? That tells me everything I need to know of a man. Exactly. You resort to violence. Yeah. Why did you have to say, well, if it's equal, I'm justified to fucking hit you. You know what? I think the fear, the fear that they have, the fear of where they don't want us to have equality is because they're afraid that we're going to seek retribution for all that they've done to us. Because the way they're thinking is, oh, I have to assert dominance. I have to assert this. And for us, it's like, no, we just we just want equality. You we want what? you to understand that you're also a victim of 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 a system that does cater to you, but you're a victim also. And we're not seeking revenge. We're seeking for you to understand what oh, it no, means. No, no, no. Like, like me be very, very clear about my narrative. I am furious. And oh, there absolutely. are there are moments where I'm like, you're fucking lucky. Yeah, well, true. Day, I'm not seeking vengeance. Like, you are lucky that I don't even have an ounce of, of willpower to commit the fucking crimes that you guys have committed against us. You're lucky. Yeah. You're so lucky. And you should go to bed thanking every fucking star that women are not collecting themselves. Exactly. And being like, they wanted to fuck around. Okay. We can show them what they've done. Exactly. But the thing is, it's like, at this point, it's, we just want equality. And for you, it's such a threat. Yeah. Because you think immediately violence. And it's like, that is far from my mind at this point because the battles that we have to deal with constantly on a daily basis being women being cis women also mm-hmm. and it's just it's just so tiring that it's just like no we just want equality i don't want to punch you in the face i don't want to be punched in the no, face i don't want to i don't even want to talk to you like i just want to like let's just peacefully exist without you being a threat to me on a continuous basis. You know what? Growing up, one of the things that stuck with me was when, I don't remember if it was my mom or if it was my grand, I don't even remember who it was. 
because I was that young. But I remember someone telling me, and it's so funny because I turned out, I've always been a cat lover. Like I've always had cats around and I, I, I cannot wait to be that crazy woman living in the woods surrounded by animals, like especially cats. Yeah. But they told me, be very weary of men that don't like cats. Mm-hmm. Well, cats are a very good judge of character also, aren't they? They are, but they're also very feminine in nature, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, we get to tell you when we want affection. Yeah. Like, and again, earn my softness, mm-hmm. Earn mm-hmm. my love, earn my affection, earn these things. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I shouldn't work hard to get that either. Like, mm-hmm. of course, there's a balance. Yeah. But there's such a disbalance right now. Yeah. In heteronormative relationships. Yes. Where I'm like, you know what, asshole, if you really want to come over here and you and you want to date me and you want and you're interested, tell me why you like me. That's not sexual. Yes. Tell me what fascinates you about me. And those are the questions I wish I had asked when I was younger. Yes, exactly. You know Absolutely. what I mean? It was, it was all sex. It was all yes. sexual attraction and physical attraction and yes. whatever. Fine. I didn't, I was lucky enough to never have a negative sexual violent experience, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I was lucky in that aspect, mm-hmm. but I wish I had had the, the knowledge yes. of looking at a man and being like, what about me? Do you like, mm. Other than things that I'm doing for you. Yes. And, and and by doing for you, it's fucked up that they include looking good. I'm not doing it for you. This is a big mistake that men make. It's like, oh my you God, I get ready for you. That's what one of the things what? like, that's what one of the things that absolutely grinds my tits. Oh my God. Is that people think my physical appearance is for them. It's It's for their approval. Oh, I can't. And like for me, like, no, no, I do things for myself, but that's such a radical thing for them. How can you be doing things for yourself? And you're just like, the world, especially our world, does not revolve around you. But for them, it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you mean it doesn't revolve around us? You mean that you are wearing this lovely perfume and makeup for yourself? Yes. Yes, for me, not for you. Yeah. For, me. For, for them, it's just like, what do you mean? Like, but like women get dressed up for men and it's like to attract men. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. No, 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 no darling. No, you missed the point there. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Yeah. Also, the reason why I wear bras is for my own personal safety, because it hurts at this size. If I don't wear some some protection that keeps them in one place it's painful. Like it's horrible. Do I prefer not wearing a bra? 100%. Do I apologize for not wearing a bra? No, no. I will let them flop in the wind. Listen, I mean, my tits at this point, they try to do two things. One is either choke me when I'm like lying down or drag me to the depths of hell where there's the party. And I'm like, drag me, drag me in there. Something you know what? When I was a springy twenty-year-old, oh man, <laughs> yoga was wonderful. Now as a forty-year-old, yoga is so wonderful. But my tits have like now I cannot do downward-facing dog because my face is buried and I can't breathe. I'm like, you have no. I am motorboating myself at this point. Like and I'm I enjoying every moment of it. Yes, I the just, truth. Except like, eh. the I don't know if all the you know. Uh, 
women out there can relate um, or our fellow um, people with breasts, uh, the boob sweat. Oh my God, don't, I can't. Oh, I really need people to tell me I am also starting to have night sweats and I'm like, oh my God, I'm perimenopause. Like this is perimenopause. This oh, yeah, month no, is perimenopause. A per- oh yeah, yeah. It's so weird how it just, it feels like just in a second, your body is doing things where you're just like, is this yeah. normal? Because again, something it wasn't yeah. talked about, right? It's something that's been hidden for so long. Like nobody was telling us about this, right? They're like, yeah, well, you're going to go through menopause. Some people like experience menopause much earlier and stuff like that. But in the sense of nobody was telling us the changes, right? No, no. And I feel like that's our society also being afraid, like the ageism comes into it, right? That you're getting into where before you used to be put on a pedestal, let's say, and you were revered for your wisdom, for your knowledge, you know, and but what's happening now not now but in the last like so many hundred years is that there's this fear of aging right because as we age what is our purpose I'm not saying I'm not saying like I know what my purpose is as I'm aging you know what I mean but I'm saying like the thought is you don't want to age you have to stay youthful for the rest of your life and it's like you're putting this amount of pressure for what what for what I just ask that my nether regions continue functioning as beautifully as they do right now i just don't want to i don't want to experience vaginal dryness (laughs) you know what though like honestly that would make me that would be the moment where i'm like oh we've gotten there you know what i mean like that is that is a moment where i'm like i'm gonna send you a voice note oh my god i think i'm experiencing vaginal dryness i'm not liking it (laughs) it's so true it's just so true like there's so many body like I'm starting to get a lot of gray hairs, right? And oh no, I, my hair is full of it. Like I am ready. I am. I'm not ready to go full silver yet. I'm going. I, I don't even care at this point. I'm just like I like it I'm and good. I enjoy it. When I get to that point, I'm gonna rock the shit out of it. But right now, I'm like, no, I'm not ready there. I'm not there yet. But the and see, this is the, the thing, my friends, about intersectional feminism is that whatever you do with your body is your choice. You want to color your hair, you color your hair. You don't want to color yeah. your hair, don't color oh, your hair. Gosh. Not the whole thing of like, you must color your hair because you're getting old and who wants you? Oh, Why do you want to show that you're on? You're just like, oh my God, uh, what? Also, for that matter, if you want to bring that up, I just need to clarify to all the these feminists that that feel the need to tell me what the fuck I need to do with my body. I wax and if I want to, yeah. Um, I grow a 1970s bush if I want to. It's all depending on the mood that I'm in. I, it's not even about seasons. It's like, yeah. do I want to feel like a feral animal right now, or do I just feel like going to the salon? No, I don't feel it either. It's also the thing of like people get so rattled about seeing things, natural things that our body does. It grows <gasps> hair. How dare your body grow hair? what which I understand the thinking right like you are removing hair because you feel like you are dirty and I'm like no I remove hair because I really just like how I feel without hair but I also love it when I have hair listen I've I've grown I remember before lasering I grew my leg hair for about I didn't shave for like a year and a half Mm -hmm. and let me tell you let me tell you it was it was something but I just didn't feel like it I didn't feel like it and that was okay so if I no. see somebody who's femme presenting 
rocking hair on their body. Awesome. Congratulations. That's their business. That's their business. You do whatever the hell makes you happy. Yeah. And I think that we need to, I think that we're smart enough to know as a, as a society, I would like to think that we are smart enough to just accept that people will make decisions for themselves. Oh, wait, no, we're not smart enough because that's nope. obviously contended. Never mind, guys. I thought that we, I was talking to evolved human beings. I mean, <laughs> no, it's that. Like, I just want to go back to like body changes and whatnot. It's just nobody tells you A, that you're hornier, B, that you're going to sweat randomly and be like, what the fuck is that? Like, you don't even feel sick. It's just like, what was that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just all of a sudden, it just comes all of a sudden like this like thing of heat and you're like what the hell just happened like one of the things is I like walking around without socks right I mean I have like slippers or whatever but sometimes like my feet get hot I don't want to wear like socks Mm -hmm. it bothers my dad he's like why aren't you wearing socks because my feet are hot I don't know I'm hormonal I don't know I don't know what to tell you at this point my body is doing things that I cannot control (laughs) what do you want from me no well that's exactly it like, again, it's, I don't know. I feel, I, I think we talked about it in one of the previous podcasts that we had where it was like, you know, my mom was very open about, you know, my body changing and she was very candid about, you know, sin pelos en la boca. Like she was just truly mm-hmm. very open about what I was going to experience, right? As changes, like biology changes and all of that. But now that I'm hitting this menopausal moment, I'm just kind of like, whatever dude like it's been great it's been awesome it's just things that we can't control it is what it is it is yeah dudes have the audacity of saying you're not young anymore and I'm like where the fuck did your hair go I just don't understand the double standard though because you're not either sir do you notice the bald spot behind you that's trying to eat every last bit of hair that you've got left like either go bald or at least keep your fucking mouth shut. But that's I mean, the thing, but that's so difficult for some people. It's so difficult for some people mm-hmm. to keep their mouth shut. You're like, it's, it's like within them, like they can't control themselves. And I'm like, yeah, it's basic human that. decency. Come on now, dude. And that hidden compliment of you're so pretty. And I'm like, you know, if a dude, if, I'm okay with dudes complimenting me. I'm fine if they know how to do it. Right. It's the the but reason, like, what's behind it? That's what gets what's me. What's behind it that I'm like, mm. hold up a minute, because now I don't know if you've heard it, but guys, instead of saying you're hot, you're beautiful, you're this, there's like, they're like, you're so pretty, and it's like, are you saying that because you mean it, right? Mm. Or are you saying that because that is the gateway? Yes. For you to sexualize me, it's mostly the latter. I'm sorry to say it. It's the latter dealing with it. Testing the waters, right? Like if Mm -hmm. you stay pretty, you're catering to the young me that might like that. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, you're really hot. I don't need to fucking know that dude. You're not telling me something that I don't know. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, no, I know that. I know that already. So why are you telling me? What do you want? And leave. Like for me, it's like, what do you want? Just be direct and tell me what you want. And I know most of the time what you want because we've dealt with it all our lives. So cut the crap. Yeah. And stop pretending that you're just giving me a compliment for the sake of complimenting me. Because yeah. we know that that's not where this is going. Also, can we do a public service announcement, gentlemen? Please Don't stop slipping into our DMs. Ew. 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 <laughs> 
I swear to God, if you ever fucking do that, I will take a screenshot and I will embarrass the fuck out of you. If you don't know how to have a conversation with me and you just slide into my DMs being a fucking creep piece of shit, I will embarrass you and I will contact your wife, who you probably have, and be like, hey, clean up aisle four. How many times does it happen? Do you know the thing that drives me is that on my my profile, you clearly Mm -hmm. see the flag now people try to test it right because i got the pride flag on on my bio and so like they they try to test it and most of the time i entertain these guys just to see where they're going but full well i know full well that it's not going to go anywhere because i'm not interested but i want to see what they want and most of the time i know exactly and they prove it to me and i'm like there you go it's disgusting like if you're gonna slide into my dms have a conversation with me and i also i'm gonna be observing you very very fucking carefully with what you say my public service announcement is if you see a woman eating by herself at a restaurant we do that we we love to do that we love to go by ourselves to places do not fucking approach me do not approach us we don't want a conversation if we want a conversation you will fucking know a woman in her oh is that pancakes yep a woman in her in her late 30s and now 40s believe you me we have the money to take ourselves out on hot dates we don't need you you'll know if we want to talk to you they that's the thing it's just like it's like also the whole thing of like women with earphones and stuff like that listen just don't we use it for many reasons. Sometimes we are listening to music. Sometimes it's because we don't want you to talk to us. Sometimes we're not listening to anything, but we have to pretend that we are so that you don't come to talk to us. And yet you still do. Leave us alone. Leave us yeah, alone. We don't, we're not. This is not happening. Yeah, we're not. Just leave us alone. If you see us like working out, leave us alone. If you see us with headphones, leave us alone. If you see us eating or going to the movies by ourselves, leave us alone. It's not an invitation just because we're alone. No. And if you have to say something, say something genuine and genuinely polite, like have a lovely evening. I hope that your meal is okay. I hope you have a lovely day. It's okay to, I, to me, don't do this to anybody else. To me, if I am looking particularly good that day and you're like, sorry, I just wanted to say you look lovely. Leave it at that and fucking leave. And walk away, walk away, walk away. away. If I say thank you and I smile, that's not an invitation. That's for an you. invitation. Exactly. It's not an invitation. It's a great, it's a genuine moment of thank you. Yeah. That's it. That I don't want to fuck you. I don't want your kids. I don't want to picket fence with you. Like we're that- not so difficult to understand. Like I don't, it's not, it, we're, it's like as if we're speaking this like completely different foreign language, but it's I like, know. no, we're just, no, it's dude, common it's- sense. It's co- like, come on now. This is why I feel dating and our like at our age is so complicated because it's like I I don't at this point I have I'm all set and you're definitely not bringing anything into my life. Yeah. In yeah. fact, you pop in once in a while to make sure that I'm still aware that you exist. Yeah. Because you've never messaged and there's plenty of dudes that have done this. I don't know if they have done it to you. Women are very different, but dudes are always like, hey, you look great. Thanks. And it's like, how come they never ask, hey, how are you doing? Hey, I love the, I loved what you said about X, Y, Z, or, hey, I just wanted to say, how are you They're feeling? They're not able to form a bond, unquote, a bond, but prop, proper relationships without no. it being sexual because they it just, they haven't, weird. they haven't, they haven't grasped that concept. Oh. 
you know, of having a decent, normal, normal conversation that doesn't lead to something either sexually being said or trying something, shooting their shot. And it's like, God damn it. The nicest conversation that I had with somebody recently was they noticed that I had posted something about a cartoon that I'm watching. And genuinely, it was the most genuine and innocent conversation that I've had in years with a dude, heterosexual dude, single, nothing at any point felt sexual. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, I really love this cartoon because X, Y, Z, we quoted it back and forth. And it was mm-hmm. like, oh, cool. Awesome. And he left it at that. And I was yeah. just like, gobsmacked. Oh. Gobsmacked! You're just like whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, no, this I don't is us know. Entering our forties, like I can't imagine when they're gonna be like at fifty. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Can you imagine? Like that's just ten years away, and I'm just gonna be like, ten and years goes by, by so quickly. I don't feel it, Carissa. I don't feel like what they told me forty was gonna feel like. Because you look at the Golden Girls, right? And that's how what a sixty year what was it like fifties, like mid fifties, yeah. I'm like, I am still listening to Pearl Jam and wearing flannel shirts. Like I don't feel Yeah, they expect you <laughs> like they expect your style to change. They expect like I don't know. And it's like I don't know, cause I guess again it's like the media has like a part to blame as well for like the representation now it's a little bit different obviously but in the sense of this is what we grew up seeing right that 55 year olds you know like the golden girls that was it they dressed a certain way they whatever and it's just like I don't know don't get me wrong I love the golden girls but it's just like come on now and then you have like the reboot of sex in the city and you're just like pathetic um (laughs) I want here's a pitch to anybody listening to us I think, well, first of all, I think you and I should write our own series, but I would love to see the equivalent of a sex in a city, but with queer women of color um, that have a more variety. I even want to include asexual and aromantic people in it. Absolutely. I, I am entering a phase in my life where genuinely it's all about the good friendships, dude. Yes. That's all I care about. I don't give a fuck if I ever sleep with a dude or another woman again. I hope I do. But if I don't, that's fine. That's fine. It's the friendships. Yeah. I I want genuine connection. Exactly. That's Absolutely. it. That's all I'm hungry for. We're, we're on the last stretch of our podcast. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and I feel like we've been talking about being 40, but we talk about all the things that matter. And I think that it's such a nice kaleidoscope um, view of what we have perceived life is in the last 40 years mm, mm. You no know, friendship means our thoughts about relationships our thoughts about the world that we live in currently like you cannot talk about being 40 without talking about being a a woman be a woman of color and see yeah. you know you with al- alternative quote-unquote again air conversations yeah. um, sexual preferences mm-hmm. and where all those things are coming into question in the yeah, sense of right. like being challenged on a daily basis. Yeah. Yeah. So I think a really good way of ending this, I don't know if you agree with it. Yes. Is, I don't know, asking maybe like, see, like just talking about what we want in the next decade um, and kind of like, what were the sweetest memories that we've had so far in life? There's a lot, listen, it's the realization. It's kind of like what we said, and we talked about it a few weeks ago, I think, is 
at this point, there were a lot of things that we were expecting out of life, right? That's because, again, a lot of it was shaped by what was forced on us Mm -hmm. by society. And so it's kind of like the death of that. And it's the realization of mm, we inadvertently wanted maybe something deep down inside, something completely different, but sometimes we didn't have the courage to say it. Mm-hmm. And to want it because it would go against the quote unquote norm. And now it's just that self-acceptance and being like, it's okay. You know, there are things that didn't happen and that's okay. And there are things that happened that were obviously very unexpected and that's okay too. And it's taught us so much. And again, even if we were to impart this to like younger 20 year olds, I would put myself in their shoes and be like, "Mm, I remember I was a little shit then too. And I probably wouldn't listen to like the 40 year olds. I would be like, what do you know at 40? And it's like, oh God. (laughs) Only fucking knew. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and so it's been a a wild ride. So now in the next decade, it's we want the friendships, but those that have stuck around, obviously. Yes. You know, having those meaningful connections, enjoying the moments, like not always trying to think of, not always looking into the past, like the past, the past, the past, like, yes, the past kind of shapes you, but at the same time, it's not looking into the past. And it's also not always looking to the future. Obviously a certain topics, yes, you have to look, you know, to the future, but just being, just being, and just being left alone with all these stupid societal expectations of us, because it's just like, no, we're not going that way anymore. Mm. It's over. It's done with enough with this bullshit that you want the double standards and all this enough you know and just living comfortably in our own space and that's that I just want my own space and I just want the calm that comes with that you know but being surrounded near and far by friends quality friends yeah I think I think you said it beautifully one of the things that um I would pick up on is the the death of things right in the sense of we both know that we have seen some rough things um Absolutely. and um it's also very bittersweet to wake up and really truly have those moments of saying that person is no longer here yeah right? um it's also very hard to wake up and realize that who you were mm. is no longer here either. exactly yes that is that's a that's a diff it hits different yeah. when you are at peace with it yes right? Because I think that the reason why a lot of us struggled in the last three, four years is because we didn't want to let that old us die. Yes, exactly. It kept us us alive. Mm -hmm. And it was, I I would speak to my younger self and be like, you have no idea how fucking strong you actually are. Exactly. Yeah. But you can rest now. Yeah. Like, it's okay. You're safe. Dude, every fucking woman deserves to say that to themselves at one yes. point and say, I'm safe. I get to be okay now. Yeah. So I would definitely say that. And I would also want to emphasize that our music taste is better than any other generation that's going to come. Very up. true. You know what, Gen Z, I love you. And I think that together we can make this world better, but you will never have a Pearl Jam. You will never oh. have a Nirvana. Nirvana, never- yeah. You will never have a Tracy Chapman. Very you will true. never have a Sarah McLaughlin. Yep. So you will never have a Tori Amos. Absolutely. Taylor Swift is great, but she's no Tori Amos. No. So, you know, just just accept the fact that you lost this one. 
make a playlist of all the songs that meant something to us way back in the day. Oh my God, with the TLCs. You'll never oh have God, TLC. TLC. I was all about REM. REM at the time also. I fluctuated between REM, Rage Against the Machine, and Marilyn Manson. Tool has always been with me. Tool is like this connection to um, unlocking memories, right? But there's certain songs, though, that hit completely different, though. Like, even if you've been listening to them for, like, all your life, like, now they hit different and you're, like, sitting there with all these emotions flooding and you're like, I don't know what to do with this. I'm just going to sit here. It happened to me when I was in Seattle because obviously like the connection with my brother, right? And there was one song that came up. The universe is funny. It popped up on my Spotify Mm. and it was the, I'm going to get so emotional. Ooh, it was the first song that I listened with him, that Mm. I listened to with him. Mm -hmm. And it popped up and I, for the first time, didn't cry when I listened to it. Mm -hmm. And I just rejoiced in the memories that I have with that song. And I was just like, oh, it's weird how it's weird how music transports you in that way, dude. And it just brings you back to to the tough decisions that you had to make. Right. Like I can no longer have certain people in my life. Absolutely. I miss certain people in my life. Um. I grew apart from people in my life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's just so weird. And you start defining what family actually is in your head too, right? Like, and you start realizing the shortcomings of your parents. Mm-hmm. Oh man, nobody prepares you to see your parents grow old and get sick. No, oh, absolutely. Absolutely not. Like even when my mom, like she passed four years ago in, in September, it'll be four years, but you know, she would speak about when her mother passed and stuff like that. And she's and I would ask her, I was like, oh, do you think of mommy? And she's like, I think about her all the time. But like, I didn't understand it until I lost my own mother. And I'm like, no, literally, it's all the time, all the time, all the time. All the time. Yes. And, and it's the words of wisdom yeah. that you understand, like you didn't understand when she was saying some things or certain things. And then you understand them and you're like, oh, man. Yeah. And it's like losing people is just brutal. Um, Absolutely. It's the simple things. And I think that it's, we're entering that age where people are now realizing the loss of things and the mm-hmm. loss of mm-hmm. what it means to watch your caregivers grow old. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, it's the simple act of, I want to call, mm. but I can't. Yep. Right? Or I wish I could remember what exactly they said. Yes. You but also it. in the, vo- in like also in their, their voice. voice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. Um, ah, dude, it's just fuck. And it's then- different. Cause then it's like you, you oh. fall back on something because there's the comfort. And then mm-hmm. when you lose that person, that quote unquote blanket isn't there. Yeah, they're like your try your triumphs or your failures or everything in between. You can't call, and it's it's not only mom. It's just you know it could be anyone, right? That was close to you, but in the sense of you can't call, and you just have the memory of that person, and you're like, I hope, I hope I never lose that memory, because that would suck. That and I think that's the thing. I think mortality means something completely different to us now. Mm-hmm. because we've come to terms with the fact that death is going to happen. We Absolutely. have 
we have seen now death up close and personal, yeah. right? Like it's just like it's not a secret. It's there. Like it's there. I have to say, obviously, you know that I'm super into spirituality and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I've never it's something that I'm very comfortable talking, you know, to whomever's willing to listen. Yeah. But it's like so far, death has been extremely kind mm-hmm. when she has come. And I hope that continues. Mm. Because Dude, we have seen really ugly people yeah. also go through hell before they die. And it's like, absolutely wait until you see the other side and what's going to wait for you there. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, dude, um, not that I believe in an afterlife, like the concept of religious afterlife. It's just oh. something else. But I don't know. It's just these conversations of, OK, it's going to happen. Mm. And now and now we're we don't know when it's really going to hit. Do you know that's the thing about humans is that yes, we're all born at different dates. We all experience life in different ways. And then death comes. We don't know when that's the common thing right there is we don't know when we don't know how, and we just have to be accepting. That sounds a bit morbid, but you know what I mean? It's like, it shouldn't shouldn't, uh, because I feel like the West has really like, um, made us scared of it do you know what i mean because before it was completely different the way that it was death was thought of whereas once the west kind of took over you know it taught us to fear it 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 brought you closer to god right and you needed that forgiveness of of this entity that we don't even know what the fuck it is i don't i refuse to believe in somebody that is that angry all the time like Mm -mm -mm. i I don't need to seek the forgiveness of something that, no, right? But the, I think the over sanitation of death and mm-hmm. the loss mm-hmm. steals away, robs us from life, right? Absolutely. I don't ever want to live in fear of it's going to happen. It's going to fucking happen, guys. Grab the fucking bag, travel, see the world, fall in love if you can have the experiences that you need to take as many pictures as you can. And the biggest fucking thing, and this is where I get fucking choked up. The people that matter, mm. tell them they matter. Absolutely. You love them. When Absolutely. you can just tell them how much they mean to you. Absolutely. And don't be a fucking shit bag. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, don't be a fucking dick. Be here. Be yeah. here now here now because this now is never going to be it's not going to exactly exactly i think that that's that's where we're at yeah and i think that's a beautiful way of entering our 40s like be here now like be here now and maybe because you can like people keep on repeating it but it's like no 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 no. really have to take it to heart Mm -hmm. that's the thing and it's just like no i really have to be here and i do have to appreciate like certain things certain moments you'll never get them back yeah, which is exactly why I took photography back up and started taking pictures again and mm. being in the moment of the yes. moment observing. And you're like, I feel like that's what a lot of youngsters are missing because they live their life through, you know, social, social media. media. Yeah. And so they want to post everything on social media. I'm like, that's not being that's here not, now. That's no. not it. No, nope. that's not it. Put the camera away. Yeah. Nobody needs to know everything that's going on. Yeah, you don't have to put the camera away, but like, you know, in the sense of stop posting it all the time. Pick the best. Yeah. Yeah. Pick the best that you want to consolidate in internet, in interwebs. In the interwebs. 
in the interwebs. Yep. I, yeah, I completely agree. This has been such a wonderful conversation. And, and yeah, it was really good. I'm happy that we finally managed to like record. I know. And a lot of topics came up and I think that mm-hmm. we should talk about, I would love to have a podcast of marriage and what, absolutely you know, what that actually means for some people. Marriage is not what people tell you that it is. I hope to God that if you get married and you're married, that you have a great time and that's what you want. But for those of you that feel like it's not for you, don't worry. You're not alone. You're not alone. No, you're not alone. Land of the divorcees, guys. A, divorce is not a dirty word. Nope. B, divorce is a privilege Mm. that not many can afford and not many are entitled to. Yes, very true. And also divorce kind of stirs very complicated emotions in your group of friends who are married. It's like, it it rattles them a little bit. (laughs) It's like, oh. So there is life after divorce. That's, I mean, there is life after marriage. Yeah. It's like, well, there's, that's the thing. It's like, there is life apart from the thing that you've been socially conditioned to believe is life. There's a yeah. life outside of that, you know, and it's just like, embrace it, enjoy it, enjoy your company and learn how to enjoy yourself in all ways. Yes. I would say that eat the fucking cake the guy yes. wants to cheat on you whether it's cheating emotionally with somebody and like messaging them in secret or meeting up with them and having a sneaky link uh it's not because you're eating donuts it's yep. the guy's a piece of shit exactly so, and it goes both it goes it goes both ways though right because you got oh yeah no and yeah. she's a piece of shit too yeah. if, you know Absolutely. she's doing it being the sneaky link i don't know why you would do that to another woman but i digress um or to another man or to another you know like whether it's just another human it's just I don't know it's just because like we're just too afraid to say what we want really want so we we do things we kind of quote-unquote settle and then you know we start fucking around all right my friends we have come to the end I hope you enjoyed this episode was a lot I hope you enjoyed it there's there's gonna be more Because there's like tons of conversations that we need to have. Like you said, there were so many topics that came up and they deserve their own podcast episode. And we are not people that stay in a linear conversation. We talk about everything. And this should be the beginning, the introduction to this. Like we talk about everything. We didn't talk about how our asshole puckers up whenever we get waxed, but it really does. It goes laser. It's an awful feeling. Awful. I can't believe you fucking lasered that shit, but I, like pain, I will, dude. Just thinking about it, it stirs something in my underwear. It's not happy. There's something where it's just like, well, you remember yeah, that feeling? Oh, my, my butt again. Treated. It's like, ooh. It's like, nope. We're not talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> still, still scarred from what happened. Like, yeah. But this is yeah. how random we are. Like it's our conversations. It's are our like, conversations, oh, and we, we know essentialism, and I was like buttholes, and it's like, oh, what? <laughs> Just like life isn't linear, and experiences aren't linear. We are well, the the conversations either. <laughs> Definitely not with Carissa and Olga. <laughs> I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta always be very present when you like listen to us talk because if you if you kind of zone out for a oh, moment. You miss you come it. Back, you miss it. You're just like, well, you wait, what happens? You miss it. <laughs> the daughter of Lilith, Olga, where can we find you? Well, you can find me on Twitter at actually Olga. <laughs> 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 that is the name. 
Um, and you can also find me on Instagram as the daughter of Lilith. I'll be putting those in the show notes so you can go and follow her. And also this show, <laughs> whenever this is going to be uploaded, I have no clue. Carissa, where can we find you? Oh my, do you know what? I have so many different handles because since I was hacked, I had to change my handles. Fuck you, you piece of shit that hacked her. So I have no, like, I literally get confused. I know that, for example, on TikTok, I'm Beauty Unlocked the Pod. Um, on Instagram, I'm Carissa's Podcast Hour 2022. And on um, YouTube, it's Beauty Unlocked podcast hour so there's just it's different everywhere because i had no i I couldn't do anything about it oh oh. it was the death it was the death of that after two two and a half years of work it was just taken away within a second and so gotta had to start over and here we are you know but i'm happy to catch up with you i was happy that we finally she winked at me i get really like Oh, I can like normally I'm pretty assertive, and then I just like become like this little marshmallow, and I'm like, she winked at me. (laughs) I love catching up. We finally made it, but we're definitely gonna have more discussions for sure. We're not gonna leave you guys hanging like our boobs. I mean, (laughs) true. It gets to a point where it's like they are what they are, guys. Like they're there. I mean, they're there. You can't miss them. That they're there definitely cannot they're there <laughs> i feel like instead of slapping someone you can actually give them visobatsus which in greek means like titty slaps like you slap someone with your titties it's to that I, point I, that you always that you know what that happened so many times when i was sleeping with somebody and i was on top like irrelevant news but like my boobs would just be like <laughs> the only thing that i ever heard I love that men and women they were just like this is such a glorious way to die and I'm i like, mean it is in all oh. honesty. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we're ending this podcast episode. That is how it is with a noise effect. <laughs> Love you. Love you. Mwah. Mwah. Bye. You know, know that my vagina is not gonna catch anything because I like her and I and I and I love her. That's where I went wrong with my ex-husband. I also said the same thing. That's a good looking penis. <laughs> Done. Also, do I qualify as a sugar baby if I'm 37 years old, independent, and getting my graduate degree? Oh, yeah. I I get off on statistics. When I want to turn on Carissa, I just whisper sweet nothings into her ear with numbers and it doesn't (laughs) work.